Hello, and welcome to ADHD Essentials, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brendan Mahan. I'm a former teacher and mental health clinician turned ADHD coach, trainer, and consultant. I can be reached at brendan at adhdessentials.com. Here at ADHD Essentials, we help families develop the skills and knowledge needed to better manage attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Visit ADHDessentials.com for more details. What's up, team? The members of the ADHD Essentials Facebook community are connecting with each other regularly and posting lots of useful resources. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash ADHD Essentials community to sign up. Or just click the link in the show notes. And make sure you check out our partner podcasts, ADHD Rewired and Hacking Your ADHD. In ADHD Rewired, Eric Tivers shares excellent interviews with ADHD adults and ADHD experts. And in Hacking Your ADHD, Will Curb shares practical, actionable tips to help us better manage the disorder. And finally, the winner of last week's contest is Nico, who says that his son loves sharks and digging for fossils. So, rock on, I'm pretty glad he won. I'll be sending the bag of dirt and fossils over to you at the start of next week, Nico. I hope your son enjoys them. Welcome to the show. Today, I want to do a follow-up on last week's episode about perfectionism, because it seemed to resonate with people, and I got a lot of feedback and questions about it. So first, why do folks with ADHD get hit by perfectionism? One reason that I suspect is the inconsistency of ADHD. ADHD is nothing if not a roller coaster. Sometimes I'm the greatest person walking the face of the planet, and sometimes I don't know why they let me out of my house. Really and truly, there are days when I can easily do things like mowing the lawn or posting a podcast episode, and there's other days where the struggle is real and it's just incredibly hard to do the stuff that is often easy. And often we ADHD folks end up judging ourselves based on our best performance rather than our average. It's sort of like how we think we can get to the doctor's office in 20 minutes because we did it once when we hit all the lights and there was no traffic, when the truth is that it takes about 35 minutes because there is traffic and there are lights, that kind of thing, both in terms of driving somewhere and also in terms of our own performance. Also, when we see others perform, folks who don't have ADHD, their consistency of execution often looks a lot like perfection to us. And that leaves us feeling the social pressure of being perfect ourselves. Even though the people we're judging ourselves against aren't perfect, they're just consistent. As for the pressure to be perfect that's on our kids, the other stuff I just mentioned applies, but also, sometimes, we cause it. Kids often look at their parents as perfect, because we can do so much more than they can. And we can do those things so much better than they can. But it's not perfection, it's just experience, and also probably a more mature, stronger, more coordinated body. Another way we can contribute to our kids' perfectionism is if we over-respond when we mess up, because our own perfectionism is kicking in. When we do that, we're modeling that poor response for our kids to see and emulate. And there's also the asynchronous development that comes with ADHD. That's the fact that they just develop at different rates in different areas. 
socially, physically, cognitively. So just because our kids seem mature in one area, say their ability to communicate verbally, that doesn't mean they'll behave similarly in another area, like cleaning their room. And if we base our overall expectations on them, mainly on the areas where they're strong, they're going to feel like they have to be that strong all the time in all areas. And because we're setting the bar higher than they can achieve, they're going to feel like they have to be perfect. So how do we battle the scourge of perfectionism in ourselves and our kids? First, we can accept that perfect isn't real, and we can communicate that to our kids. We can react as calmly as we possibly can to mistakes and setbacks. Accept them, forgive ourselves for those mistakes, forgive our kids and our spouses and whoever for those setbacks. They're not the end of the world. It might make things harder, but it's just a problem to solve. We can even mess up on purpose sometimes in front of our kids and model that calm response that we're not always good at executing on when the mistake happens in the wild. Also, we can set appropriate expectations for both ourselves and our kids based on evidence of performance. Though we do want to be sure to also expect growth and improvement over time. But knowing where the bar is, is critical for helping to set reasonable expectations for ourselves and our kids. And maybe you move that bar up a little bit as time goes by. And finally, we want to set clear goals. And remember that we don't always have to hit a home run. Sometimes a single is plenty. So if the bet is made, but you can't bounce a quarter off of it, that's probably okay. Just remind yourself and your kids that done is better than perfect. Hey, you're still here. Nice. Thanks for staying focused all the way through. If you have any thoughts or questions about today's episode, feel free to email me at brendan at adhdessentials.com. And don't forget to check out the website, adhdessentials.com. And visit our Facebook community. I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. In the meantime, keep focusing on improvement over perfection. 10% better is all you need.